If you want to know how to create like the grades, let's break it down. Growing a business is hard. You've got your email marketing system, your payment software, your CRM, your content tools, email tools, and tools to retool your tools. It's absolute chaos. Wouldn't it be nice if it was just in one place, one single platform to handle all the tough work of growing your business? Well, HubSpot is the customer platform for marketing, sales, service, and most importantly, growth. Now marketers can generate better leads with more personalized campaigns, leverage AI, sales teams can build better relationships, and service teams can scale everything they do with HubSpot's AI chatbot. Stop spending so much time managing the tools that connect your tools and instead embrace a platform like HubSpot's customer platform, a smoother and more effective way to grow. Plus, it's all powered by AI to answer common questions, brainstorm, write content, pull reports, and handle all the tedious stuff so your team can have more time to, you know, be human. Make sure that you check this out. Seriously, it will make work feel like no work at all. That's the power of HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to learn more. Welcome to Create Like the Greats podcast where I take you into the inner workings of how some of the greatest creators of all time did or do what they do. We study the strategies and techniques that some of the greatest creators are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. I'm Ross Simmons, your host and the CEO of Foundation, one of the top content marketing firms in the world with some of the biggest names in software as our clients. But I'm not here to talk to you about that. I'm here to take you a bit behind the scenes into my current seat. And while my voice might be a little bit raspy today, I'm sorry, I'm coming down with a little bit of a cold, I want to take you into my world. This segment within Create Like the Greats is where I go into the details around my world, my life, my creations. And whether it's a project that I just launched, a new company that I decided that I was going to bring to life, or a partnership that I'm collaborating with a friend or a colleague or a peer on, or maybe even a new angel investment that I've decided to go in on. I'm going to share with you everything that goes into creating what I would consider greatness, a great life. Today, we're going to talk about defining that greatness. What is greatness for you? How do you define it? And what does greatness mean for me as a creator, as an individual, as an entrepreneur? You see, for me, greatness is something that I think about often. It's something that I also think is quite simple. You know, I want to be able to take my last breath knowing that I had an amazing journey. I don't know where I heard it. I think it was a movie. It might have been a poem. It might have been a novel. But there was this idea that when you are about to pass and you're lying in your deathbed for a few minutes, you go through this experience and it's like a roller coaster ride. It's a roller coaster ride in which you're experiencing everything that you've seen, everything that you've done, everything that you've gone through in life in a very quick amount of time. That idea of having your life flash before your eyes is something that I think about often and I know it's morbid, but it's something that I think is important for all of us to think about. For me, I really do want that moment to be something that feels like a cool ride. It just so happens for me that the game that I'm playing in life is rooted in a simple idea. I want to create cool things and spend time with cool people. If I can do those two things successfully, 
I really do believe that when I take that last breath, as I go through that roller coaster ride, I don't think I'm going to have many regrets. You see, a few years back, I read this blog post. And many of you may have read this blog post as well. It was read by over 8 million people back in 2012. And it outlined some of the most common regrets that people have when they are on their deathbed, according to a palliative care nurse. And it said this, these were the most common regrets. People would say that they wish they had the courage to live a life that is true to themselves, not the life that was expected of me. They said that they wished that they had the courage to express their feelings. They wished they had stayed in touch with their friends. They wished that they let themselves be happier. Or they wish they hadn't worked so hard. It's pretty deep stuff, right? Let's think about each of these and think about how they would show up for us when we are thinking about our greatness and we're thinking about the things that we might regret when we take that very last breath. See, when it comes to courage to be yourself, I think that's just doing the things that scare you and leaning into your own voice, right? I can remember setting up my Twitter account and not a lot of people know this story, but my Twitter handle is at the coolest cool. I created that Twitter handle when I was fresh out of university. And the reason is simple. In university, I became a big fan of Lupe Fiasco. And he had a song called The Cool. And in The Cool, it talks about how you need to live and be who you are. You don't need to pretend to be cool. Just be you. Just be who you are. Don't try to be cool. Just be yourself. And when I think back to my early years of life, I definitely fell into that trap. I stopped embracing the things that I loved because I wanted to be cool. I've been a tech geek my whole life, but I didn't really talk about it amongst my friends. I didn't share publicly that I was running communities online, on The Sims, on fantasy football. I didn't talk about that with a lot of my friends because I thought, oh, they're going to think this is geeky. Let's just talk about the things that we talk about in high school, like basketball, football, hip hop, all those good things. Let's not talk about the fact that I run these communities um, with thousands of people consuming the content because that's geeky. I created my Twitter handle so every time I log into the internet, every time I log in, I remember that you don't get far in life by trying to be cool. You're cool by just being yourself. I think that doing the things that scare you, leaning into your own voice, like I'm doing right now as I talk to you, even with this raspy voice and just giving you all of me right here, I think this is the type of work that really allows you to overcome that problem. My goal is I'm going to be able to do this type of thing for years to come. My hope is that you get something out of it, but I also hope that maybe my kids will listen to this and they'll be like, wow, thank you, dad, for passing along this information, right? I don't know what you're expecting from me on this podcast, but I'm hopeful that over the years of me creating this podcast, throwing in a few of these journals, but also diving deep into the strategies that allowed creators to create something great allowed companies to become amazingly successful. And as we document the techniques and the strategies that they use to get there, my hope is that you'll get something out of it along the way. Whether or not that's true or not is to be determined, but I'm going to stay true to myself and my idea and my belief that there will be value in this thing. And I hope that you get something from it. The second point is that people often say that they wish they had the courage to express their feelings. 
This is a difficult one for so many people. Expressing feelings is tough. I used to think that this was something that I didn't do, but I realized when it comes to expressing feelings, I think as a leader, you have to lean into it. I think any good leader is in tune with their feelings. Now, there's a big difference between being in tune with your feelings and expressing your feelings and allowing your feelings to control you and make you irrational, make you a person who has no ability to manage oneself. And that's not what I believe a good leader is. I believe a good leader is in tune with their feelings. And while you might not always express them immediately, you have the ability to be able to feel it, to understand it, to analyze it, and then act on it. It might not be a constant thing. It might not be something that you're perfect at. But as a leader, I believe that you need to be able to feel those feelings and express them after thinking, express them with some some thought around how this emotion, how this feeling should show up. So yes, express your feelings, express yourself, but understand the ways in which that feeling should show up. All right, let's jump into the next one. I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Now, this is a big one, right? When you are in your early 20s, let's say, it's easy to make friends. It's easy to maintain your friendships because for the most part, everybody's doing the same thing all the time, every day, every weekend, all throughout your life, right? And for the most part, your friends are your circle. They're your everything. It is always your friends. There's there's nothing. You kind of go through this period where at first in life, when you're younger, you might have your immediate family, the people that you are raising you, the people who you're around, the kids that you're with in school, et cetera. And then you get to a point where you like grow out of that and you start to find some friendships. And ideally these friendships become like your bonds and your connections. And I do believe that those connections make life fun, right? But I believe it's difficult as you grow older, as you start to take on more responsibilities, whether it's in work, whether it's in children, whether it's in caring for your friends, your family, your loved ones, whatever it may be. As you continue to grow and change your lifestyle, keeping in touch with some of those friends might be difficult. But I think it is so important. I think it is important to not lose touch with your friends. And I think we live in a great time to do that. So when you're thinking about your creations and you're thinking about the things that you develop, you have to ask yourself, or at least I believe it's important that you ask yourself, can you create things in a way that allows you to still spend time with your friends? Maybe you create things with your friends, right? I know lots of people who have side projects with their friends. The projects are not intended to change the world. The projects are not intended to help them generate millions of dollars in revenue or billions of dollars to future IPO. They're just fun passion projects where cool people are doing cool things with each other because they like each other's company. And I think there's something powerful in that. I don't have a problem with creating things just because you want to be able to create things with your friends. I think that's a good thing. I think it can be a very powerful thing. And some people will say never go in business with your friends because that's how you make enemies. Yeah, maybe. But if it works out, that's a story. That's a journey. That's a roller coaster ride that you'll be able to look back on, I believe, and say, that was a ton of fun. Now, one of the other pieces of regret that the, the palliative care nurse said 
said, I wish I had let myself be happier. I really empathize with this idea of letting yourself be happier. I think happiness is a very, very underrated, under-talked about phenomenon. Today in the world, we have an increasing rise of conversation about mental health and mental illness and mental well-being, self-care, and it's great. I love to see that. For me personally, I am so happy, right? Like I am a very happy person. So this regret doesn't feel that relevant to me, but I know so many people struggle with it. And for that reason, my heart breaks for so many people that do struggle with it. And I wish I had advice on how to tackle it, but I don't. My biggest piece of advice would be kind to your, be kind to yourself and don't be afraid to seek out advice and seek out support from the various uh, services that are out there, whether it's a psychologist, whether it's a therapist, um, whatever it may be, tap into that. And if you know people who are suffering, be their ear, be the person that reaches out first. Try to be that friend that taps into people. For me, even amidst chaos, I'm a happy person. I think that's just like my default state. And I program myself to be happy because I'm just so grateful for everything that I have. I've got healthy kids, an amazing job. I've been able to have some ridiculous life experiences to be able to travel the world. I live in, I live in a place called Nova Scotia on the East Coast of Canada. And I have connections and friends all over the globe, who within a second, I can say, hey, I'm in town, can I come and see you? Whether it's in Seattle, whether it's in Philly, whether it's in Stockholm, whether it's in the Netherlands, you name it. I can pick up and go pretty much anywhere in the world and know that I have friends, a community and people who I can connect with. Pinch me, right? Life is good. And I am happy to be in this state, to be in this situation that I'm in. It really does feel great. System Save Me, hosted by Jordan Gill, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On the System Save Me podcast, every single week, which is a top-ranking podcast host, multi-million dollar business mentor, Jordan Gill lifts the hood to show you behind the scenes on the systems, the processes, and strategies that entrepreneurs can use to get the freedom and flexibility of their life that they want. I just listened to one of their episodes, and I got to tell you, it blew my mind. Because oftentimes, as a marketer, as an entrepreneur, I like to bounce around from one thing to the next, but the systems that Jordan shared in this episode were absolutely mind-blowing. You have to check out the top five missed chances when it comes to relationship marketing. That episode is absolute gold. Listen to System Save Me wherever you get your podcasts. Now, the last regret, working hard. Mm, That is the one piece that might, that just might, be a regret for me someday. I think a lot of people will be surprised to hear me say that. They'll be surprised to hear me say, yeah, I might regret working hard because they know I love my work. They know that I get a lot of satisfaction out of working. And the truth is, I don't know what 90-year-old Ross is going to think of this, right? I love my work. I love working hard. I, I still don't mind working at 10.30 p.m. I don't mind taking a call at 11.30 p.m. I don't mind. I don't care. I love it, right? I love the grind. If I have to work on a weekend, if I have to work on a holiday, I don't really care because my work is fun. My work gives me joy. 
it allows me to do all of these cool things, to be able to travel to Disneyland multiple times with my kids and see them react to all of that stuff. I'm able to create, in my opinion, the perfect balance where I can be there for swimming lessons. I can be there for gymnastics. I can show up for these things. I love it, right? And yes, I work hard and I've worked harder in my life. I would say in my 20s, it might've been even, it was way more extreme. But I'm pretty sure that when I'm 90 years old, I might go at 80. So let's say 80, I'm 80 years old. I hope he's proud, right? Man, it might be 70s. Let's say I'm 70. Yeah, I hope he's proud too. I really do. Because I'm pretty sure that I'll be able to work hard now. So over the next few years, the next 20 years, 30 years, I'll be able to see some amazing things. I think I'm going to be able to see things that I never would have seen if I hadn't worked hard, right? Like I really do. I think I'll be able to work hard now. So in the future, he'll be able to experience even more amazing things in life than I already have. So we'll see. But I'm pretty sure I'm making the right bet. Thinking about all of that, what does greatness look like for me? What does it mean to create like the greats? To create like the greats is simple. It's to be able to develop things that have an impact on culture. It's the ability to create things on your terms, the way that you want to, to influence people positively, to ultimately develop stories, create companies, build things that last. And even if they don't last, they at least have an impact temporarily that truly is going to leave a small ripple in the world around us. Greatness for me is finding that perfect sweet spot between creating things that people love and having some amazing experiences with friends, colleagues, and family. It's creating a life that is built on my terms in the way that serves my goals. Over the course of my life, I've created pieces of content that have reached millions. I've created pieces of content that have earned millions. I've created campaigns that have influenced millions, and I've created companies that have impacted a ton of people. I've volunteered with nonprofits that will have an impact that is long-lasting beyond my time on this earth. If I can do these things while having fun, I've found my greatness. If I can do these things and find time to create something on the side, to scratch an itch, a random website that is going to be on a certain topic um, that is got my attention, or to experiment with new tools to create something new. Or maybe I launch a new product or go into a new industry entirely just because I want to experience it and try it. That to me is a great life. Like when I fast forward through my life, I want to be able to do so many different things. You don't even know how ridiculous my bucket list is. I don't want to just play in the world of marketing. I don't want to just play in the game of service businesses. I've run everything from cleaning companies to uh, marketing companies to coffee companies. I've done all of these things and it has been a ride. But I believe my ride is just beginning. For me, a great life is being able to navigate a whole bunch of different experiences and compile them into one and create cool things along the way. So for me, that's what greatness is going to be. That's what a great life is going to be. And that's a life that I don't think I'll regret.
Thank you so much for tuning in to my journal. I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you on the next one. If you want to know how to create like the grades, let's break it down.